Hi, this is Carl Polichuk. Welcome to another SMB Community Podcast. This show is dedicated to the ASCII EDGE event that I attended in Southern California. ASCII is a group dedicated to helping vendors meet partners and helping partners get the most from their vendors. There are ASCII EDGE events all across the United States and they go on month after month all year and end with a massive party in at the end of the year. So they're worth checking out. If you're a partner, there's two big features that are most visible besides the EDGE event. One is that ASCII offers lots of discounts. In fact, the reason that I originally joined ASCII more than a dozen years ago is that I got such a deal on an RMM tool that I was looking at that I saved enough money to pay for my ASCII membership for something like five years, right? So so the savings that you can get from all kinds of vendors are absolutely amazing. You know, if you're a, a AAA uh, subscriber, right, you, you know that anywhere you go, whether you're buying tires or a room for the night or anything, you always ask for the AAA discount because even if they don't offer one, they might make one up just because they think that it's good for you to uh, be a AAA member. Well, ASCII's kind of the same way. Everybody has an ASCII discount, so if you don't see one, ask about it, and somebody will probably make one up just because it's good to be a member of ASCII. I said there were two things. The other big thing that is a benefit of being in ASCII is that Part of their job in representing you to vendors is helping you to fix problems. Sometimes it's a problem that you're having specifically, but sometimes it also leads to fixing a way that they're doing business, and that helps lots of other partners as well. So many, many times I hear stories from people who had a problem and they went to ASCII, ASCII went to the vendor, uh, and negotiated on their behalf and actually came to a resolution that was not only good to solve one specific problem, but to solve many other people's problems. So anyway, if in doubt, go to ASCII.com and look them up and see what they're all about. Welcome to the SMB Community Podcast with your hosts, Amy Babinchek, James Kernan, Amy Luby, and Carl Polichuk. Produced by and for the Small Biz Thoughts technology community. We're dedicated to making every IT professional a successful IT professional. Hi, this is Carl, and I am with Sebastian Uchima. Yes. Uh, we're at the ASCII conference, and he is with Unicorns Are Real. Yes, also known as Humanize IT. Humanize <laughs> IT. So, Unicorns Are Real. Um, all right, so you might be insane, but you might also have a product to sell. So what's right. going on here? So let's start with the unicorns are real. We fully believe that it's very hard to find somebody that understands business acumen, knows IT, and knows how to sell. And if you do find someone, they're either going to be very expensive for you or very rare. Thus, unicorns are real. Nice. <laughs> so with using our framework, we're able to empower your team to have those three actions, to be able to understand IT, understand business acumen, and actually sell your product. So so who buys this? An MSP? An MSP, correct. And and uh, is it a, a, a training tool? Is it a software? It's, is it something I put my leads into? What, do I, what am I so, buying into here? Simply saying, it's a software that plugs into your existing system. Um, what we do is we help you with client engagement is, is the bottom line for it. 
We help you with client engagement to be able to have better conversations with your clients so that they understand why you're presenting the services that you're presenting. So when you say it plugs into my system, what's my system that it plugs into? Yeah, so you, you use our software and you log into it. Um, the, the way you would actually get our, our pillars, so our information is you answer some survey questions that your team already knows about your client. So you're filling in the questionnaire. Once that's filled in, it pops out uh, four pillars. So we pop out architecture, risk, service, and strategy. Those are your four main conversation points now that your account managers can take to your clients. So is this best for people who kind of are new into sales or new into IT or not even either all of it, all of it and above. So this is just gives your team a framework that everybody on the sales division and the IT department can follow. So now, what we're trying to solve is having an account manager that doesn't necessarily know why he's recommending these services to your client <laughs> right? and having to bring in someone from the IT team to sit on these client meetings and answer these technical questions because they don't know. Now with our system, your one account manager can have this full-blown conversation and have the, the belief and confidence to offer the recommendations that your company is offering. Very good. And so who's your ideal uh, prospect? Is it somebody who is a, a two-person team, a 10-person team? The that's, the, that's the great thing with our platform. It's that we have uh, subscription services. So we have four levels. We have a level for the one and shop and we have a level for the enterprise accounts so we fall in the anywhere so we work with any msp in any size right so i don't have to be at two million or seven million to be able to make sense out of this not at all we we are our main goal is just to change the way msps are speaking to their clients and have more of a humanized conversation with them all right humanized which is h-u-m-a-n-i-z-e-i-t dot biz there we go yes sir very good thank you very much thank you carl Hello, this is Nye, the SNBCP producer. If you want to be featured on the next show, make sure to send your questions, comments, and hate mail to concierge at smallbizthoughts.com. Enjoy the show. Ryan Clotier, who is with Security Studio. Security Studio. So so you make movies? Is that the deal? Uh, we help businesses manage risk more effectively by simplifying it into context and terms the business understands. What the hell does that mean? Well, you know, this crazy world of cybersecurity is, is confusing, complicated. Uh, and at the end of the day, really what we're talking about is managing risk to business interruption, risk to our P&L, uh, and ultimately risk to our EBITDA. So what Security Studio does is we help the average business and the MSP that serves that business put that crazy cyber stuff into an actionable credit score-like context so the business can make more effective decisions about managing their risk exposure and get them back to focusing on the things in the business they care about most. So when I think of risk, I think of, oh, I just buy insurance and risk goes away, or at least somebody else is going to pay for it. So where do, you, where do you fit in the picture between me, my clients, and the insurance company? So we work very closely with the insurance companies. As a lot of businesses are finding out, their insurance companies are asking tougher questions. It's getting more difficult to get coverage. So by having a really clean, clear picture of what your risk is, you're more likely to be covered, to get lower rates on that 
coverage, uh, and in some cases even be warrant uh, have a warranty that that will cover you uh, should your cyber coverage not be enough. So, is your client the MSP or the MSP's client? Our client ultimately is the MSP and and large scale enterprise. Those that are are doing the hard work of managing that risk on behalf of the businesses that they serve. Very good. And what's the website where somebody could find out a little bit more? Securitystudio.com. Why was it? Why? How did you get that domain? Oh, uh, we got that domain because we were we were early pioneers. Uh, we're actually part of a larger set of uh, businesses, and we've been in the security space a very long time. I'm, I'm always impressed when a like an obvious domain is somehow miraculously available. It, we were able to secure it. Uh, it. Might help that you know we come from a hacking background, so we are bona fide security practitioners at heart. Very cool. So this whole like. Uh, managing risk at a higher level seems like a new kind of industry. So how long have you been doing this? And like, do you have people across the United States or, you know, like how big are you right now? Yeah, um, we are international uh, growing. So we have presence in North America, Canada and Latin America. Um, We've been around as a standalone company for about five years, uh, primarily serving security companies and large enterprise state government. Uh, We recently just expanded to the channel space because we saw a need uh, for MSPs to have a new revenue stream, new line of business, but more importantly, small businesses that they serve being in need of this help and and it not being as uh, accessible and affordable as it could be. Yeah, it seems to me like cybersecurity is one of these areas where it's all noise. People are just completely overwhelmed. There's so much to learn. There's so many categories. There's so many pieces. And it's like, I just want to fix computers. (laughs) Well, exactly. And that's what, why we specialize in simplifying. There, there's, I like to call it the security mountain. But really, we just need to take a few feet down a path to be defensible, insurable, and really you know, ensure that we protect, protected our customers' information like we're required to or like we desire to. And we don't have to necessarily get into all the blinky lights and the, the crazy tech terms. And I think that you're gonna see a shift in the industry of cybersecurity um, more towards business focus and less towards IT focus. Very good, give me the website one more time. Securitystudio.com. Very good, thank you, sir. I appreciate your time. Thank you, appreciate you having me on. Frank Ramondi from Nodeware. Welcome, sir. Thank you. So we're, we're hanging out at ASCII. And uh, for people who do not know, what the hell is Nodeware? <laughs> Nodeware is, uh, non-technically, it's a way to manage, your, to understand your risk of the assets or the IP, you know, whatever is on your company's network. If you're an MSP, you've got customers, they are, you don't know what they have and you don't know how risky it is. And we help do both of those things. So you helped me find the uh, open network uh, thermometer in the fish tank in the casino. Exactly. And everything else that has an IP address around it. Um, And then once we find it, we scan them, we understand uh, against all the known vulnerabilities that are published from every manufacturer that publishes something, because they all do, Microsoft, Cisco, et cetera, et cetera. So those vulnerabilities, we sort of gather them, we match up the data against the, the, the deep scans that we are able to do per asset. And we pull that data and say, bing, 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 this system has got these 5, 10, 20 specific vulnerabilities. And then we provide a specific remediation outline and, and script for what they need to do. So 
I think a, a, probably a lot of this problem comes from IoT, where we're not talking about there are seven desktops. We're talking about there are a hundred devices, and they all do tiny little microscopic things, and they all have some open architecture and default passwords and that sort of thing. Is that what we're looking at? We're, we're looking at, at, at the open ports. We're also looking at you know versions of software, missing patches, right? You might think, and just missing devices that you didn't know. A lot of times we see an MSP will say, their customer told them they had 50 you know, devices around. Well, when they did a quick scan using Nodeware, they found 100 because they forgot about the, the, how many cameras they had. They forgot about how many people brought in their own printer to put in their office. They forgot about, oh, there's those three Windows 7 machines that are running specific tasks on, on you know, the manufacturing floor. So, again, it's the identifying of just knowing that things are there. I mean, even the MSPs themselves are finding an old server or an old notebook that was running in the back corner that was still connected. Well, plus all the devices that the owner bought and installed and never told the MSP about. Exactly. Exactly. So, so what do you and do? Are, and, and the problem is that those have a lot of really weird open ports and that just are, are just so open and vulnerable. For, well, and, and are open in both directions. Right. 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 So you might have stuff broadcasting as well as being, you know, attacked from the outside. Exactly. Exactly. So, so what do you do about that? So the, I get this nice report. Do you then help me with a script that I can then run on some device? Well, we don't, we don't, we don't do the function of actually preparing or doing the remediation, but we tell you exactly what you need to do. So an example, you might know that simplistically that CVE 2023 1021 is on a system, right? That, or that that's been known. What we do is we go and take that and we find the specific script of how to prepare that, right? It could be a missing KB file on a, a Microsoft server, right? And we'll provide the script, or not the script, but the, you know, maybe it's an executable, maybe it's just go to this location and patch it. Um, we'll take you to the Microsoft site specifically for that CVE. So, Ultimately, we're saving a tech 15, 20, 30 minutes per vulnerability that they find, not having to go find, not having to go search on Google or, or Bing or whatever and find out what is this? How do I do it? Where do I need? To, what do I need to do? We're telling that within the platform and then the MSP uses their tools that they prefer. Uh, right, because they might be running one RMM versus another. So yeah, we, we, we're, we're staying agnostic on that point. We're, we're bringing you what you need to do, and then you determine the timing, the, the tool, and the tactic of how to uh, you know, fix it. So is this something that you would recommend that people do on a new prospect or just wait till after they're a client? No, actually, it's a, it's a perfect – if you're our prospect and somebody, it's a perfect way. We do a free trial. You can set up – you can uh, run a network scan on, the, on their network. You get all the data within a couple hours. You know what problems are. You can run it for a few more days. You see all the devices coming in. So from a prospecting, you know, one, the quantity, right? Kind of the, they say 50, but it's really 100. <laughs> right. Um, and the problem, and the next thing you know is you have the fingerprints. You know what kind of devices they are. And you know, we'll, we'll score each one of them, again, on their risk levels. You know, kind of a credit score, risk score, zero to 999. And if you see that there's... 10 of those 100 devices are you know, 900 or below, something's wrong, right? And, and so it's one, it's one a definition of the, of the quantity and it's a definition of the quality of that network, right? What's on it? How risky are they? And so it provides a, an MRR model to be correctly priced based on the number of quantity that things are managing. But you also are looking and able to find 
Maybe there's five systems that need just to be replaced, right? There's no point in fixing them. So you can do that as a separate SOW towards towards the customer. So it, it's helping you, again, just define what's there, how bad it is, and any extra work that you weren't necessarily counting on. But hey, it's there. Take it. Right. And so many things now have IP addresses. I mean, your your signage has IP addresses, your cash yes. register, like your cameras, like yeah. absolutely everything has yeah. an address. Yeah, absolutely. So we so we're you know we're we're really focused on finding and, and delivering, and then you know the whether it's a SIS or a NIST, uh, you know the guidelines and, and what we're, we we hit a, a third of what's going on just with one tool. Um, so we're able to, to provide that, and we're doing integrations like with Security Studio and Threat Advice and others that are able to take the data into their platform and utilize it for an assessment. Very good. So what's the website people need to go to? At nodeware.com, N-O-D-E-W-A-R-E.com. Very good. And uh, so if people want their recipe for how to fix their stuff, they get started with Nodeware. Absolutely. It's, you know, we kind of call it a first step in cyber hygiene, right? Whether you, you maybe you're selling a firewall or just some antivirus, this is the next first step of identifying and, you know, sort of determining what the risk level is. Then you can add on the services and the tools from there, but you got to start with how bad it is, what it is, and how bad it is. Right. Very good. Well, thank you. I appreciate your time. You're welcome. Thank you, Carl. Mark your calendars and plan to be with us May 17th and 18th as we bring you the 2023 SMB Online Conference. Check us out at smbonlineconference.com. You'll find we have more than a dozen speakers and two days filled with presentations, plus a format that really works for online conferences. Save $100 by registering today at smbonlineconference.com. D. Girolamo. I'm talking to Trevor D. Girolamo, who I've known for 15 years and I can't pronounce his name either. So there you go. Trevor is with, not only is he with, but he's the hardest working person at ASCII, right? Thank you, Carl. Thank you. So we want to acknowledge that. And so we were talking yesterday about the peer groups and the other things. So you've got two different things going on. Tell us the difference between them. Sure. So uh, out of membership demand, we launched a peer group a few years ago called ASCII Insider. And it's coach-led. And the members that participate in the ASCII Insider peer group pay a fee of $100 a month to kind of offset the cost of the coaching. Um, then we found that a lot of the members still were, were looking for a little bit more interaction. And we launched something called the ASCII Spark. ASCII Spark is a free peer group. It's included in membership and it is member-led. There are team captains uh, that lead the discussions. There's roughly, we have 15 groups up and running right now with 10 participants per group. So 150 uh, members are participating in this. Currently, it's growing every month with new members. And their only thing they have in common is that they have similar revenue sizes. So uh, a group of 10 people might have might produce roughly a million dollars a year in, in gross sales. And we found as long as we lump them together with similar revenue sizes, but they're in different competing regions of the country in both US and Canada, uh, the conversations are much more fluid, free flowing, and they're more comfortable to exchange uh, their information with each other and, and tackle problems. And the, the problems tend to be similar if their revenue sizes are in the same 
range. So that's roughly the difference between the two groups. One is a, uh, uh, a peer group that is led by members, four members, no, no fees at all. And then Insider is coach-led, and there's a, annual, a monthly fee for that. So I sat in on a Spark uh, meeting yesterday. I think there were nine of the members were there, and uh, revenues were about between two and eight million, okay. uh, which is actually pretty. I think that was the insider group you saw. Oh, it was the insider yep. group. Yeah. Yep. So, so a pretty tight, uh, you know, area of revenue. Um, but they also mentioned something, which is that they, on their own, set up a uh, channel so that they can talk to each other and sort of chat all day long on Slack if they want to. And that way, if somebody says, hey, I have a question for you guys, they get instant feedback. They don't have to wait a month for, for, the, for next the meeting. meeting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. That's great. Um, we do have a, a Teams channel that uh, the Spark members participate in. They do have to do, they have the ability to do something similar. Uh, and some of the groups, they they talk to each other on a weekly basis instead of a bi-weekly basis. All right. So if people are ASCII members already, yep. we assume they know about this, but should they, they get a hold of you? <laughs> they, they could get a hold of me and I can set them up and, and walk them through the process, uh, make sure they're in the right group. But uh, it, it's very easy to sign up. Just go to um, uh, ASCII.com. It's in the membership portal and uh, I'll walk you through it. Very good. And if you're not an ASCII member, is there any reason anybody should join? Uh, I can think of uh, several hundred, but if you're, you're out there and you're looking for real world peer advice from from colleagues that have been through the the minefield before, and uh, they want you're looking for ways to navigate it, this crazy business that we're in called uh, MSP land, um, ASCII is definitely the way to go, and uh, it can take stress off your plate, make you more efficient. And uh, you, you feel like you're not alone out there tackling these these problems that you face every day. So I've always thought of ASCII as having a piece of their mission statement uh, about helping MSPs or IT service providers uh, navigate through problems with vendors. Is that actually part of your mission or just sort of a it, side uh, benefit? No, <laughs> absolutely. It definitely happens uh, all the time um, to cut through some of that bureaucratic red tape that members in, encounter with the multiple uh new vendors that pop up almost on a monthly basis, or even some of the more traditional ones. We have a, a strength in numbers business model that allows us to uh, to basically, when, when one member is having a problem or an issue, uh, we have a lot of clout that uh, we can cut through that tape and, and be an advocate for the members with uh, with a variety of, of problems they encounter in the channel with, with some vendors. We can definitely do that. Yeah, and it happens all the time. I have to say, over the years, I've heard so many stories from the stage and from various meetings where people are like, oh, okay, so mm -hmm. MSB had this problem with the vendor. You know, we talked to the vendor and they were like, oh, you know, we didn't realize that we had this blind spot. And now we're going to solve that, not just for one person, but for all of our partners. Right, right. And that's that's another reason to become part of the community. So if you haven't uh, joined ASCII yet, please reach out to us. Uh, come to ASCII.com or 800-394-2724. Uh, apply for membership and we'll walk you through it and, and give you a 90-day uh, evaluation of membership. So a 90-day guarantee, you, you're not locked into anything, but we're confident once you come on board, you'll stay a member for, for many, many years. Very good. Thank you for your time. Awesome. Thank you, Carl. Appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in to the SMB Community Podcast. If you found this useful, interesting, or fun, please subscribe, share with your friends, and give us a thumbs up on your favorite social media. Please check out the show notes at smbcommunitypodcast.com and give us your feedback. Thank you.